0: You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Uh, AT&T strikes again, so I'm doing this actually from my computer, not my phone. Oh, joys, the joy of AT&T. Anyways, uh, what we've got for you on the daily financial news, a couple of quick updates First and foremost, want to shout out James. James closed a deal. He's now one of the 500. Just a reminder, folks, I've been hearing about deals this week, but unless I get your address, I can't ship you one of these because I'm not a mind reader. So uh, if you want to get one of these cards and I got a whole stack of them for you, look forward to sending them out. Uh, I need your address. But regardless, let me know about the deals that close. Let me know about how one rental at a time is helping you. We do have a goal of 500. Uh, we got to 24 last week, and I will update you again on Sunday. A couple of exciting videos coming out today. Uh, if you've been watching my channel, you know that I speak with Dion uh, from Dion Talk, um, and as well as the lumberjack landlord, Matt. And uh, we actually, all three of us got together yesterday, and we did a, a Zoom call, and we actually... Took on three topics. First, we talked about, hey, uh, you know, w- we're starting late in life. Uh, you know, we're in our fifties or our sixties. Um, you know, what t- what is your advice? Uh, so we actually took a question from our private Facebook group, and we answered that. Right, we all gave our own answers, and it was actually pretty interesting. Dion, Matt, and I didn't agree on any of the topics that we talked about. Uh, So it was fun to see uh, these gentlemen talk and help folks. Uh, Then we went on to talk about, hey, I'm finding deals, but I'm out of money. What do I do? Uh, Again, we tackle that topic. And then finally, we close out by uh, talking about some predictions, Uh, right? We went through Ken McElroy's five predictions. We added a couple of our own, and we just went at it. I think of the entire list, I think there were only two we generally agreed on. Uh, on the list. So that was very interesting. So look for those. I think the first one comes out at 8 a.m. this morning. Uh, that will be a lot of fun. So uh, what I got for you today on the f- daily financial news is today's actually a pretty important day um, for, for several reasons. But before we jump into that, I want to get some interaction with you. I would love to for you to guess Guess as many as you would like. At the end of this, I'm going to go through the top 10 markets that had the largest rent increases year on year. These are single family homes, generally major markets, probably think top 100, right? So we're not talking little markets. We're talking big big cities. Uh, So this is uh, a list of the top 10. I'm going to go through the names, the rent increase amount. And their average rent, uh, just to see it. And uh, I'll tease you with the largest rent increase was 19.2%. Boy, I hope uh, I hope you were doing the one rental at a time. I hope you're in the course doing the work. Uh, because again, home appreciation 15%. Now rent increases 19%. I hope you didn't do nothing and wait for a crash because uh, that didn't happen. But, anyways, today's an important day because of the Fed. James Bullard, uh, a Fed president, I think he's out of St. Louis, if memory serves. He finally came out today and admitted a couple of things. And if you heard me yesterday, or actually would have been Wednesday, it takes Friday already. Man, this week's going by fast. So, on Wednesday, when I did that live stream on the Fed, <clears throat> I indicated that I think the Fed is playing with us, right? First rate increase or rate increase The t- 2024. Oh, sorry. Just kidding. 2023. Nope. Not even just one. We're going to do two. Well, I indicated that I think they're just playing with us. And the first rate increase would be 2022. Well, James Bullard finally came out and said it. And he said, first rate hike likely to come in 2022. So yes, got that one. Uh, basically what he said in his talk on CNBC is inflation is uh, running hotter than even they expected. He expects it to run longer than they expected. He also thinks that the economy is growing faster than expected. I think they raised it from 6.5% GDP growth to 7% this year. So pretty big deal. Uh, A couple of things are also highlighted is he said, you know what, we have upside risk, not downside. So what he's saying is the 7% GDP, the 3.4% inflation that they're now forecasting, those are those are kind of on the low end, right? He sees risk to the higher end, especially if wage inflation kicks in like I have talked about. A um, couple of things he said that really – actually, one thing he said that scared me mm. – yeah, scared me. He basically said, it is not clear – how all of this is going to work out. Uh, You know, part of me is glad he admitted that, but but part of me is freaked out at his honesty. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? Oh, I don't know how this is going to work out. We'll just see. Oh, that did not leave me feeling pretty good this morning. But, hey, at least uh, good old James Bullard is honest. A couple of things are happening right now because of that, because he admitted that. First and foremost, the yield curve is Flattening. Uh, man, we haven't talked about year yield curve flattening in a while, probably 18 months. You know, do we need to talk about the yield curve inverting? Remember when we did that two years ago? Yield curve inverting has historically been historically been a metric that kind of is correlated with recessions. And um God, I could not imagine going through a recession here in the next year or so. That would be truly frightening. But uh, not calling for that, but just You got to start asking yourself this question. The other thing to answer if you're in the stock market is is what part or what segment of the economy does bad in a yield flattening environment, right? Twos and tens, as they call it, right? Um, um, Twos rise, tens come down, flattening. Uh, And that is generally speaking bank stocks. Bank stocks financials have a harder time making money uh, if the yield curve is flat versus steep. A uh, couple other things going on today. We did have some earnings. Uh, I talked about Adobe coming out over the weekend, kind of what I said, they beat and raise. So they beat top line, think revenue. They beat bottom line, think earnings. Uh, and they raised guidance. So the classic beat and raise. Smith & Wesson uh, beat top line and bottom line and actually indicated that gun sales for them are up 67% year on year. Not sure why. That shocked me, but that was a that's pretty large growth. Uh you folks uh if you have kids, if you have kids, you might want to start Christmas shopping right now, right now, like right now. Uh Hasbro and Mattel have both uh indicated that there could be a toy shortage at Christmas. One of the things I truly enjoyed that I learned later in life uh because again we didn't grow up with a lot is my mother would start shopping for next year's Christmas the day after Christmas she was that forward thinking. Uh, she would go to uh, tremendous lengths to find discounts on toys uh, for my sister and I. So shout out mom. Thank you for uh, always thinking of us and and frankly doing stuff early. Uh, I am exact opposite. I was always Christmas shop on the 24th of December. So clearly my mom was doing it right. So, But again, if you are a parent and you have kids and toys and you might want to Uh, you know, would generally buy stuff from Hasbro or Mattel, start shopping now. Uh, There could be a real shortage come Christmas. Uh, Something interesting I saw is uh, Citigroup has actually been declining for 11 days in a row. Uh, Certainly feels like smoke. I haven't been able to find anything meaningful on why. Uh, But this is one of those things where you go, is there fire, right? There's smoke. Maybe it's nothing. But um, if I was in the stock, which I am not, I would be nervous. Uh, Next up also looks like, you know, we have a new federal holiday. new federal holiday for Juneteenth, uh, which marks the official end of slavery in 1865. Uh, I I don't remember high school a lot, in all honesty. Uh, But I got to tell you, I don't remember learning about Juneteenth, which is... uh, I don't know. Certainly a stake, I think, in my opinion. Uh, it is certainly a part of our history and something we should have learned about. It's actually two years after Abraham Lincoln, President Abraham Lincoln, signed the Emancipation Proclamation. So it's uh, now a federal holiday. It actually occurs tomorrow. Uh, so I think I think there are some um, facilities that are already recognizing it as a holiday. I think it was signed yesterday, being recognized today. So Another federal holiday, another uh, another uh, day off. Uh, what else we got? Miami mayor ban Florida. Shout out Florida, Miami mayor, governor, all those guys. They are recruiting companies, right? Remember during the crisis, they started pulling Wall Street firms. I forget who it was. Was it Black Blackstone moved wealth management there? Then you have them recruiting tech talent. Now, Miami mayor is welcoming. Bitcoin miners from China. Apparently, he's saying something about nuclear power or cheap power or something. I don't really get it, but uh, it is interesting to see um, business-friendly cities go on the recruiting march. Shout out uh, Miami and Florida. Good, good for you. Uh, we don't generally do that in California. <laughs> we're not, we're not the most business-friendly environment here in California. But yeah, it's 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 interesting to see. Uh, what Miami or Florida might become in the next five to 10 years. Uh, Another big comment here is Wells Fargo. Wells Fargo came out and predicted the 10-year treasury will be over 2% uh, by the end of the year. And they actually expect movement in the short term, in the next 30 to 60 days. They are saying inflation is, is hot. They are saying inflation will likely be hot for the next 12 months. Uh, And they are actually calling for the 10-year to be up to 2.2 by the end of the year, or in a short six and a half months. And 2.2 might not sound like a lot, but that's a 50% move. I think we're about 1.5 today. So a move to 2.2, 50%. That is no joke. Uh, So now on to the 10 markets with the highest rent increases. Did anybody guess? If you haven't guessed yet, hit pause. And, um, you know, take a wild guess. So we're going to go lowest to highest. We're going to close with the 19.2%. Number 10, San Diego, California. Rents have gone up 11.1%. Median rent is 23.89. Number nine, Cincinnati, Ohio, up 11.9%. With an average rent of $1,149. Las Vegas. What the hell? How can Las Vegas be on this list? I don't get it. I got to talk to Brian Lebo. I got to reach out to Brian because freaking Las Vegas makes no sense to me. But shout out Las Vegas. 12.2%. Average rent of 1340 Where are we at? Number seven, Atlanta. Good old hot Atlanta. Uh, thirteen point two percent, fifteen forty-three for the average rent. Richmond, California, uh, thirteen point six percent average rent, twelve hundred and thirty-three dollars. Actually, you know what? I stand corrected. That's not Richmond, California. That's Richmond, Virginia. Yeah, Richmond, Virginia. It popped in my head. I live in California. Sorry, my bias. Richmond, Virginia. Sacramento, fifteen point eight percent. Wow. Sacramento, 15.8%. Average rent, 1760. Phoenix, Scottsdale. Man, Phoenix market is whew, hot, hot. Wow. It's, it's always hot, right? It's hot, hot, hot. 16.8%. Median rent, 1543. Tampa, Florida, 16.9%. Up 15, it's average rent is 1520. Number two, number two, actually with the lowest median rent, but damn, what a growth. 17.2%. Memphis. Memphis. Average rent, only $1,092. Only only $1,092. And the number one market. With an appreciation of 19.2%, median rents 2020 bucks. the number one market. You ready? Riverside, California. I am shocked at how many markets are in California. What is that, three? Yeah, San Diego, Sacramento, Riverside. I'm blown away by Vegas. Crazy, just crazy. So again, folks, single-family homes fixed rate debt, cash flow, do the work, figure out average, go get good or great, close a deal, get one of these cards, need your address. Look for the videos later today uh, from Matt and Dion, three great conversations. We are going to be talking with Velocity Mortgage here at eight o'clock about how you can use them to really be a business partner. So lots of exciting stuff going on in the one rental at a time world. I hope you have a great day um, you know, today's a great day to make some money, be better than yesterday, but you know what? Smile a little bit, have some fun, you know, maybe text somebody you haven't texted in a while, just, you know, reach out, say hi, take care, everyone. Bye.